0: Radio 1 91FM podcast. Now I'm joined by Ollie Lux, writer uh, and director of, a uh, star, sorry, of, of There Is No I and Threesome, money Hello,
1: good morning from Montreal, sadly I'm not in Dunedin at the moment, but i
0: oh, are you're, Mont- you're in Montreal, so I mean there's a place that has a film festival, don't they? Yeah,
1: yeah, not, not at the moment. I'm sort of just just passing through, but I, I was I was planning to come back and then you know pandemic oh. came back and uh, suddenly coming back for the film festival didn't seem like a good idea when auckland is closed down and rest of the country is in half capacity and yeah it's I mean it's really heartbreaking but um i've I've decided to come back uh, a bit later because I sort of met someone overseas and but anyway i'm I'm Taking a whole lot of story. Oh, that's
0: Front-loading front front a whole lot of story there. No, because we'll find people will find this interesting. Have you secured uh, MIQ?
1: I, I had secured MIQ, yeah, but I, I was, you know, I was only planning to come back for the festival, which would have been like two months of PR and stuff, and also the guilt was nagging that I only was planning to come back for the film festival, and other people had families, and so yeah, I think I did the right thing and just sort of put it back into the pool. So there's one more spot for 30,000 people.
0: <laughs> You've just endeared yourself to the whole of, of Aotearoa, just right then, o, Ollie, right then. right. People make uh, films about subjects that are near and dear to their heart, um, some things they're really passionate about. You took that to the extremes with this film. Can you just give us a, a quick, you know, just a premise, the premise of, of it all?
1: Yes. Uh, so my fiancé and I uh, decided to go from a... Um, monogamous relationship into an open relationship to you know see what's out there and, and try something else and uh, gradually evolved into uh, polyamory over the course of, um, say, six months. And, yeah, we were documenting the whole journey um, with our iPhones and sort of pointing the camera at ourselves and our bodies as we were um, on that journey. And that became a film that's now part of the... New Zealand International Film Festival, and will be in Dunedin in November in the uh, Regent and Rialto, I think.
0: That's right. That's right. So I think the Regent is the place to go. Um, why, Ollie? Why? Uh, not to say that it's a bad idea. In fact, it's quite opposite. It's it's uh, it's incredible. It's brave. Uh, it's crazy, uh, but it's uh, it's quite you know it's really intense to put yourself out there in the world like this. Um, not to mention the undertaking of it all as well. I mean, you know, not only are you entering into something that is new um, and unfounded territory for yourself and in a polyamorous relationship, uh, and, and and first an open relationship, but you're also having to do the work of, of filming. And mm. so, you know, it's so yeah, it's yeah living
1: living uh, two lives or having two caps. Yeah, I mean, at the time when we started documenting it all was way back when, 2015, when you know the priorities were a bit different and we we seemed to have uh, more brain space for fun activities. And at the time, at least, there didn't seem to be as much um, media content around for or about this sort of thing and lifestyle, and a lot has come out since then. With Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we obviously didn't start by shooting uh massive orgies or anything we were just documenting uh, sort of Zoom or Skype calls where we negotiated uh the intricacies of what we were embarking on and then you know that sort of ballooned a bit and became bigger and bigger as a project and and uh, more and more intimate and you know and a bit of an obstacle between uh me and my fiance and, and getting in the way a bit but yeah you can see see all that
0: in the film <clears throat> I guess a bit before you started this film, Unknown Mortal Orchestra put out their album Multi-Love, which was... Yeah, it was just
1: around the time.
0: What you, what you It was just, yeah. just around the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, that is documenting um, Ruben's mm-hmm. um, polyamorous relationship. Is he doing it successful still? I don't know. No, 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 no. Um, she left. Uh, not not the wife, but the the other the other person. But of course, he was having a relationship with her and then mm-hmm. bought her and, and and then he bought her, you know. And then he told his wife, and she was like, "Actually, I'm into it." <laughs> so right. that was just so that that's great, you know. So I find I find the fact that that record kind of came out and that was that was, uh, you know, the way that people were talking about it. And at the same time, you're embarking on on your your process. So like, kind of two Kiwi trailblazers, and now like you said before, like. I mean, it's everywhere. Like a lot of people were talking about it. Um, it's in magazines. It's in somebody, Chloe magazine, and you know, it's, you know, you know, and, and everything else. Just, just, just like these kind of relationships—open relationships or polyamorous uh, relationships—they yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, become a, a big thing, and um, you know, quite a, a, a bit of it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's in like fucking metropolitan magazine and and, and cosmopolitan and like uh, it's it's crazy. I mean, I think
1: people always talked about it. Like, uh, maybe it and flowed, but it's certainly not a new thing, right? Like, no, it happened in the '70s, and never mind the Greek and then France in the 1700s. Like, like I'm sure it comes and goes, and and it feels like this new exciting. Like when we did it, it was 2000. When we started doing it, it was 2000. I think, as I said, 14, 15, which was when Tinder came out, and so that I think played a big part in it and how it worked out and how we found people to uh were stupid enough to engage <laughs> with, uh relationship with us. And and it made a lot of things easier, especially for me because I'm introverted, you know, I wouldn't even know how to pick someone up at the at a bar, as you see in the film. Um but yeah, I think I think apps make it a lot easier. Yeah,
0: because I was thinking about it when when I first read about this film, which was some stage last year. Uh, early last year, or uh, even yeah, I think it was last year. Um, and it definitely wasn't this year. Um, I was like, really, Ollie? <laughs> 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 I was, uh, and now, like, the film is it's finally playing here at home, and it's yeah. been you know, and it's been a while because it's it's been out there for a bit now. But how do you feel about it, knowing you know? Because I know we know each other, and we're not close friends, but we're acquaintances and stuff. You know, we get it, we get on, and you know, how do you feel that, about the fact that i'm seeing the film or this other person that you know yeah you know all these people yeah. that, you know and it's not necessarily your best friends either it's right. like people just that you know i'm passing that all these people are seeing this intimate side of you
1: yeah i mean i weirdly i don't i don't think about it too often that was sort of never really at the forefront of my mind i i, I sort of just knew it was a good story and being a yeah. filmmaker it happened to be in my own life you know so it was just a matter of turning the camera around and then uh because i have been making films um since finishing the science communication degree in Dunedin in 2010 um i don't know i, I was exposed to what happens when a film goes out there and i think a lot of the time you know films or media goes out there and people watch it but like they forget it as well. Like I, I I never once thought that, you know, whatever I put out there would have a long-term uh, negative effect on me as a private person. Um, and I mean, so far it hasn't. So I, I never had an issue with putting any of that stuff out there. And and if anything, being in New Zealand and Dunedin as someone who grew up, <clears throat> you know, I grew up in Germany for 20 years, but my mom's Indian. And so I've got a natural uh, sort of exhibitionist in me that, you know, she has his nudity and his uh, vulnerability, emotional landscape, perhaps, perhaps a bit too freely. I think that's sort of a point of difference mm. for me as a in New Zealand, because um, I think it comes less easy to um, certain New Zealand blokes. And and so I just hope to use it as a strength, I guess, to uh, put myself out there a bit more than others are willing
0: well, I mean, I always, you know, there's the, been the free the nipple movement and all that kind of stuff, which is bloody incredible. But I say free the penis. Yeah, it's I mean, just, it's just
1: good. I'm skin. doing my part, Jamie. I'm, I'm <laughs> up there in the region on a massive screen bigger than it. <laughs> you know what just happened? I, I was uh, googling. I was not on my laptop, and, and I was on my partner's laptop, and uh, I can't remember why I was googling my name, which I don't. I swear I don't often do. But um, going down the list, there was a website that um, has, you know, those screenshots of male actors or performers in films and just just sort of collates them, puts them all on the website. Mm -hmm. And I was on there. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Screenshots of threesome and and even clips and put it on the website. And I tried to find the email address to uh, email them and send them, like, a whole lot more photos because they may as well have a lot more. <laughs> I was so stoked. And finally, my willie made it onto the internet. You've made but it. Got- yeah. <laughs> funded by the Film Commission.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That's right.
1: Um, what if part that Where you managed to get money from the Film Commission with that sort of content?
0: Not really, especially the Zealand Film Commission. Um, right, there's, there's lots of filming. I mean, it's five years' worth of filming. How was Editing? Uh, Yeah, editing was
1: probably the most fun part, um, but also quite confronting, you know, seeing uh, yourself captured of various points in your life and that being in stark conflict with the way you see yourself internally. You know, you uh, think of myself as quite smart and so on. And then you watch yourself argue or or, or talk and you just sound like an idiot. And suddenly you you become quite humble. You, You sort of take your self-worth down a few pegs and that was definitely good I think like just sort of reviewing footage from years ago a few times um, reminded me of uh, some of my character flaws and some of the idiotic things I say or do and uh, I think you know having watched it a few times it's sort of really stuck and I have become a better person in certain behaviors you know I've I've sort of rooted out certain, certain things that I do and try to not put my work over my personal life again Mm. yeah i mean i can i can can, in a way i can recommend people document their lives for a month and then just put it away and then look at it again in a year and sort of see how that is in conflict with the way you sort of think of yourself and it's quite quite therapeutic quite interesting
0: yeah it's funny because i remember like you and wilbur with your Mm -hmm. film you came to blows (laughs) you know um i think you need to stop doing films about people you know people (laughs) It's not working out that well. That's right.
1: Yeah, I, 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 uh, yeah. I, I certainly stopped uh, making a document my relationships, so sort of romantic relationships.
0: Yeah, oh, totally. Um, oh, and with you know, with the stopping. I mean, how many times did this project stop and restart, and like you know, and doubts within the project over those amount over that amount of years? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean we. Um, as I said, we got support from the Film Commission, um, but that wasn't all smooth sailing. You know, it's 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 a lot of work putting those applications together and there's a lot of uh, roadblocks here and there. I mean, in the end, we succeeded and came through, but um, there were certainly times where it all looked questionable and sort of why did I throw my life away, you know, because, I, I, as I said, I did put the film above my relationship, which is not something I'm proud of, but um, the idea that giving up on that Relationship and not having a film to at least you know have something good come out of it was pretty, uh, yeah, it wasn't great for my mental health at times, but um, we managed to persevere and, and see it through, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that we did.
0: And how are you within yourself now? Have you gotten some good those times? You good?
1: Yeah, 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 no, I'm, I'm great. I mean, it's 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 weird because the film came out in the states in February and the five years leading up to it, you know, while making it, my life was a little bit on hold because I hadn't really <clears throat> moved on from my like relationship because I was still making the film about it and and um, in a way felt weird trying new relationships in that period. And so now that the film's and out, um, I've caught up with like five years worth of living in 10 months and um, yeah, making a lot of big moves that are sort of age appropriate, but I'm, I felt like I was, I'm a bit late to the party because my friends are settling down in Dunedin and having kids and getting married. So I'm sort of catching up on all that. You don't want to do that, mate.
0: Kids are a bad idea. Let <laughs> yeah. me tell you. Sorry, Chanel. Oh, to, sorry to my partner. No, I don't mean that. I don't mean that at all. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. Uh,
1: <laughs> now, like I I don't know. I've You know, I've tried polyamory, open relationships and being a bit more outgoing but in the end i think i'm quite introverted and contrary to what you might believe from the film i'm actually quite private and and don't overshare socially on social media but uh, so I'm, I'm just looking to make my own little uh, kingdom um build that up slowly goes the oh, king- there's oh, the slowly. kingdom
0: thing like you see an old film in there too um now how just quickly um before we go i just want to know when you when you got the you know, the Sundance thing and HBO and Warner, how did that feel?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, that was, you know, how did it feel? I mean, it was was unreal. It it was always the end goal. Um, You know, we we knew that the film would be perfect for a streamer. And and at one point uh, we did have Netflix, we had like two meetings with Netflix because they were interested. Um, But then they wanted Changes, but they didn't tell us what changes they want because they claim, you know, they just let the filmmakers do what they want to do, but was sort of counterproductive because if they don't tell you what you should change so that they buy the film, <laughs> that kind of works for big names, but it, it doesn't work for someone small like us. But anyway, So we had a few meetings with them, uh, it almost came to fruition, but then it didn't. And then we went sort of back to the drawing board um, when pandemic hit and worked on the ending uh, a little bit more and um, showed it to HBO again, I guess. I think they saw it in Berlin first and then they saw it again. And they, yeah, they really liked it. And uh, we had to send them... Actually, we had to send them the cut, just a short little anecdote, um, on their internal media server thing where you upload the cut and it sort of picks a random screenshot. You know, you can't change it. And it was going <laughs> to on the of HBO. And out of 88-minute runtime, it picked the one frame where I'm, like, spread eagle naked in the water with my crotch hanging out. <laughs> and we couldn't change. And that was the first impression that the head honchos at HBO got from me in the film. But they looked past that uh, little obstacle and... <laughs> <listened>. <laughs> and bought the film and brought it out on Valentine's Day this year. And, yeah, and then it's been, you know, just a wild ride with... Um, some awesome emails coming in. They're sort of the dream of a filmmaker, and it's been really worth it.
0: Yeah, amazing. Well, well done. Uh, it's it's a great film. It's um, it's an interesting watch. It's a hard watch. It's um, it's a true tale, um, and um, I, hope, I hope it doesn't put other people off experimenting themselves.
1: No, yeah. I mean, I I, I definitely think it's a cautionary tale of what not to do if you want yeah. to be open relationship or polyamorous you know there was a bit of backlash from the poly crowd which is fair enough i guess in certain regards but like it's it's a story about a a couple that tries to be in an open relationship or polyamorous it's not a document it's not an objective documentary about polyamory so take out of it the lessons that you need to do your own experimenting i guess
0: yeah that's right that's right hey well um thank you so much for joining us this morning Cool. Thanks, Jamie.
1: Lovely uh, to see you. I was forward to being back in Dunedin and having a beer at the pub quiz.
0: Yes, exactly. I'll see you, at Dog with Two Tails, when you get back. And I'll see you uh, and your penis on the big screen at the Regent.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: Go short, to the shortly. Regent. Shortly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers, man. Okay. See ya. Right. That was the Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.